F. Scott Fitzgerald was quoted as saying, it's never too late to be whoever you want. It was the roaring 20s. And as he said, the parties were thriving, the pace was fast, the shows were broader, the buildings higher, morals were looser, and the liquor was cheaper. With the freewheeling pop culture of the 1920s came slang, style, dance, and dress that defiled the norms. In today's Armchair Linguist, we're going to touch on the slang words from the 1920s, alongside a few sprinkled in from the 40s and 50s that earmarked modern-day change that often repeats history. In a book review that I did on the cheaper the crook, the greedier the patter, uh, there was a number of vocabulary that was befitting of the 1920s era. Where zoot suits, gangsters, and the original sugar daddies surfaced alongside the cowboys, the hipsters, and the vernacular that formed the American way. What we call artillery today, or even to shoot, back then was called heat, boomstick, a four-nickel, rod, strap, burn powder, and fog. Famous movie lines where he threw lead and fired a pill. Whereas in more modern day, we have the famous Eastwood saying, go on, make my day. Oomph girls from the 1930s were World War II pinups built like a brick house. Early 20th century boomed into vamps, the seductive female. And what was began to be called a chick to describe the attractive female was called a bird dating back to the 1800s to indicate a tough guy or an eccentric. And it wasn't until the 1960s that the British used it to describe an attractive woman. From early 1910 to 1950, box job was commonly used to describe a caper, safe cracker, or strong box, what we today call a vault or a safe. Gangster slang in the 30s to describe bulge was Pinky's got the bulge, which meant to have an advantage. A canary was a female singer of the big band era, but then it quickly was used to describe an informant and snitch. In the 1800s, it was known as a stool pigeon, used as a decoy to say he sang like a canary commonly becoming part of one of Humphrey Bogart's favorite lines. To carry a flag meant to travel incognito, to assume an alias, or to describe a covert action. What we call reading glasses today were known as readers, which dates back to the 1900s. Between the 1920s to 1950s, sunglasses were used to disguise one's identification, 
or as a deck of cards, so to speak. To obtain the Chinese angle meant to gain an unexpected twist or to take a clever approach in the 1920s as denoted as a mysterious behavior and complex chicanery. The British later coined the term inside edge or to obtain the Chinese cut to denote a remarkable skill. Dropping the dime in the 50s and dropping the nickel in the 30s meant the urban gangster to incriminate or snitch on someone. Con artists between 1920s and 1930s were denoted as fake alus or hard luck stories, snitcheroos. To say cash or check, as commonly used in restaurants, meant kiss now or later in the 1930s and 40s. It became part of pop literature, such as knock me a kiss, quickly describing the hipster era of that time. The name Jack, which is a common American name, dates back to 1890 to mean money in the underworld, to steal, later in the 30s to mean hijack, or any mate or friend that was part of the African-American jazz musician era of the 40s. A mug, which is what we refer to as a coffee mug, or sometimes the face, is actually dates back to the 19th century um, to mean the face of a grotesque or comical grimace. Vig denoted the word vigorish, which is an interest on a shark loan in the 1920s of the Jewish underworld and Rothstein era. It also had a Yiddish-Russian uh, root, uh, yigarish, which was used to describe gambling winnings. And finally, yeg, described the sinister man. It was first used in 1903 by the New York Post and later was traced to the 19th century for Jager, the German word to mean hunter. Well, get wise to yourself. Don't try and work both sides of the net. Ball the jack, barber up, and amp your move, or go find a drum and beat it. Until next time, share this podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Drop me a line on a voice note of your favorite linguistic topic or question. And I'll speak to you soon.